Hello there. Thank you so much for tuning in to Season 2 of Spooks and Crooks. We're going to be doing things a little differently this season, and then Season 3 will likely return to the older format, hopefully. But this season, we have... Well, we're going to kick off this episode with a classic episode of Spooks and Crooks. Then we've got two live investigations that we're going to record and put up on the channel. You may have heard the trailer for one already. There's also interviews with close friends of mine, where we're going to be talking about all things paranormal. We have movie commentaries coming up of spooky stuff. Maybe a TV show commentary, so you watch along with us. They're a good laugh so far, I really enjoyed recording them. I really hope that you stick around for this new era of the show. And like I said, things will likely go back to normal show-wise in the third season, but for the second season, to fill the gap, we're going to do some things different. So I'd appreciate you all sticking around. I'm Spooks. I'm Crooks. Spooks and Crooks. Spooks and Crooks. Spooks, Spooks and Crooks. Spooks and Crooks, I like. We've got too many names for okay, it Okay, well, we need to stop. I'm Mark. I'm Emma. Also... Oh, no, I'm Special Agent Emma. You are. Also, we need to stop is a new um, tagline for the series. <laughs> we need to stop. Spicks and Cricks, we need to stop. <laughs> I ordered something um, a while ago. Right. My dream is to go into the FBI. Yeah. My dream. Oh shit. My dream is. Swearing your dad won't like that. <laughs> Poo. My dream is to become the new Clarice. Yes. Sailing. So I ordered a book mm-hmm. on the FBI. FBI.com. And it's here. Handbook of Crime Scene Forensics. Have you started reading it? I have. My mum even looked through it and went. Well, this seems interesting. <laughs> Is that your impression of Chris? Yeah. Anything interesting you want to share about it? Not really. It's just really interesting. Okay, that's Emma's review. How many stars? Out of how many? How many? Oh, yeah, seven. <laughs> uh, I'd give it a solid six. A solid six out of seven. That much, much. I'm tired. You know what? So am Should I. We just have a lie down and have a sleep. Okay. Anyway, spooky and crooky news. Mm-hmm. Now, you know about both of these things, because one of which you sent to me. I'm going to say, I am under a lot of stress. Yeah. I do not remember things like that happened last week. Mm-hmm. That's how bad my memory is. We'll watch it come back to you. Man in graveyard arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I got a text very early in the morning saying, Mark, was this you? <laughs> I was at work and I was scrolling through when I found it and I thought, shit. <laughs> he was arrested for running around the graveyard dressed as a ghost going, ooh. It was Mark. Yeah. Well, I, what I said to you was, once the police arrived, would you stick with it? Would you try and scare them out <laughs> of the graveyard? I'd say 100%. Or would you go, fair cop? No, I'd say. I don't know why you talk to them like you. Yeah. Like you. See, you caught me, see? No, it's 100% staying. Character. Yes, and then another one that I sent you this morning, um, <laughs> a man arrested for dressing up as Mr. Freeze and yellow, yellow, oh, yellowing, and yelling um, ice puns at people. 
And I think my text to you was, yes, it was me, but they could have chilled out. <laughs> uh, and then the police showed up and yelled, freeze, so hypocrites. <laughs> yeah, that was some fun banter, mm. Emma. Yes. What are we talking about today? Pinkertons. The Pinkertons, yes. We're the, talking... pin- the Pinkertons. The Pinkertons. I forgot the name. I was going to say, like, I don't even know. So let's talk about the origin a little bit. Yeah. 1850. Good year. Go on, what else happened in 1850? 1849 ended. Correct. <laughs> and you go on for the next round of, um, guess, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell her I was trying my best there, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Alan Pinkerton. Mm-hmm. He was a Scottish detective. Yeah. Okay, there's this quote here that says, Hello, my name is Alan Pinkerton. I founded the Pinkertons. Can you read that out in a Scottish accent, please? Is this really racist? I can't remember how a Scotsman sounds. I mean... Right, I don't talk to Scottish people. I, I don't mean to insult you, but your other accents weren't exactly close. I've heard them, but I can't remember what a Scottish accent sounds like. Give it a guess. Say, I'm Alan Pinkerton. Right, this is the beginning of a second season. People have come here expecting all the things from the previous season and more. And you know what everyone tuned in for? Information. Emma's accent. No, they do not. I have got so many letters saying... Then where are they? Um, sorry, um, mental spell and error. I've got so much letters and <laughs> on all of the leaves it says, make Emma do another accent this season. No, I don't know how to do a Scottish That's accent. That's why I'm going to have to push it. <laughs> I can't, I don't know how a Scotsman sounds. Hello, I'm a Scottish man. Think of David Tennant when he's not being British. What? I only see David Tennant as Doctor Who. What about Billy Connolly? Hello! No, because I don't really watch Billy Connolly. Mel Gibson? Oh, <laughs> he's just nuts. <laughs> okay, I want to see Alan Pinkerton as Mel Gibson. No! <laughs> the world would implode. Okay, is there no any accents? I can't do a Scottish accent. You do it. I think that agreed with me. That was my impression of a motorbike. (laughs) That was shocking. I don't think that picked it up. Well, it's difficult to pick up a motorbike. Right, I have to be me every day. You can't give me that look. You do. And I have to pretend to be someone I'm not in my job. And I do a bloody good job of it. You do? And I hate it. I think every episode you've complained about your job. Because like, it's sh- not great. I know. Can we do a compilation of you yeah. being sad about your job? Yeah. Yeah. Can we make you leave and join the Pinkertons? Do we have a time machine? Pinkertons still exist. Yes, but I want to go back to the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but I want a gun and a hat. <laughs> anyway, so Alan Pinkerton, Scottish detective, he teamed up with a Chicago attorney whose name was... And they entered the world of crime fighting. That's like, pretty cool. Like Batman and Robin. Batman. Who would be Batman? Um, Adam West. Adam West was a good Batman, but Christian Bale, like... Hang on, no, I forgot. Michael Keaton. He's on your list, isn't he? Yeah. Michael Keaton is brilliant. And he said in an interview, like... My name is Michael my Keaton. My name is Michael <laughs> Keaton. He said, like, he will always be Batman. I'd say Michael Keaton was the best Batman. He was. But George Clooney was the best Bruce Wayne. 
Yeah, I agree with that. You just had the charm of Bruce Wayne. I try to erase that film from my mind. <laughs> that That's fair. And um Well, I didn't do it the other day when I dressed up as Mr. Freeze and started yelling. I just bumped the people. Right, you can't see it, but like, if you could feel a disappointment, let's just say you wouldn't sleep tonight. What can I say? What can I say? What can I say? That's brilliant. I would say we got one of your accents. We got in. one of the. I can't do a Scottish accent. Oh, when some milk and me kibbles. <laughs> milk and me kibbles. I don't know what that means. Um, I think kibbles is dog food, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, they are Scottish. That was just racism for that me. Was, yeah, that I was, yeah. I like, don't even know what that means. No. Should we talk about when I was racist the other day? The Indian. Yeah. <laughs> right now we've got to explain it. You can't just yeah, go. Okay, to... We can't go, should we talk about the time I was racist the other day? Oh, the Indian. I wasn't there. I wasn't present. You wasn't. I went to lunch with your mother, didn't I? You did. And, right, can you vouch for this? Whenever I go outside... Things go bad. Yeah. When I first day inside, things go bad. I, I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm like, bad man. Bad man. I, that was I, bad. I, I panic. <laughs> anyway, I'd behaved with your mother the entire time. Something was bound to to go. We, and it was in the last 30 seconds. So I pressed the buzzer for her stop. Mm. One stop before hers. Now, all day she'd been talking about how she wanted to walk off for lunch, so she had room for the Indian that mm-hmm. she was going for that night. Yeah. She's going for a curry. And she started walking down the bus, and she went, oh, it'll be fine. And I said, yeah, it'll make more room for the Indian. And then there just so happened to be an Indian schoolboy sat in front of us, mm-hmm. who turned round and gave me daggers. And then I had to get off the bus, which was like four stops before <laughs> mine. Because I was that embarrassed. Now, I've never been that bad with you, have I? No. Thanks. Let's ignore the slavery museum. Mm. So. Yeah, let's ignore that. Yeah. No, it was the joke about the iceberg. I think that was... It wasn't racist. It wasn't offensive. But I found it hysterical that people just took it. People weren't happy with me, but people tend not to be. No, but it was so funny. I don't even remember where it was, do you? So, we went to the Slavery Museum, and on one of the levels there's the Titanic, like all about the sinking, and it was really warm that day. <laughs> and as we were going in the lift, I was like, it's really warm, it's so hot, and a guy got in, and Mark just went, don't worry, there'll be an iceberg, don't let the Titanic hit that, and the man like turned around and just raised his eyebrows yeah, and got out, I so I was like... That. Oh. I stand by the fact that you can't still be like sensitive about something that happened in 1912. That's not racist. Well, it did raise, and then it broke <laughs> in half. Anyway. Okay, sorry. Pinkertons. They entered the world of crime fighting. Mm-hmm. He was a barrel maker. Are we going to go with not a real job? Not a real job, like a sausage, sausage salesman. Yeah. I told you this, didn't I? He did. Someone knocked on the door, <laughs> trying to sell us meat. It was a door-to-door sausage salesman. Maybe he was an undercover policeman. Could be possible. I'm, s- I'm just saying. Maybe he heard our podcast. <laughs> yeah. And he went, hey, would you like to buy some sausages? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, undercover game. Paul. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of Paul, um, he was getting wood for the barrels. <laughs> what? That's... What? That's isn't, isn't Paul a barrel maker? Anyway. <laughs> that, was, that was a look of upset there. <laughs> 
I, I think I'm pouring you through pain, and this is only like 15 minutes in. Yeah, I know. Anyway, you found a camp in the woods. Found someone camp in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and they were counterfeiters making coins. He turned them in. Wait, hang on, so was he just the grass? Yeah, he was just the grass. She was a snitch. So all police are. Should we dismiss this? Yeah. So he turned them in, and he was then made deputy sheriff. <laughs> this <laughs> there is red death. There was no one else in the in the. It's like that episode of SpongeBob, you know, where he goes to Dead Eye. The plankton plays Dead Eye, and SpongeBob's the new sheriff because no one will be the sheriff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. Okay, well, it's a good episode. Okay. But you're it's later Spongebob, and it, so it's not great, but it's good. You're playing Red Dead without me. It's a good game. I'm also playing Resident Evil. Fantastic game. Not happy about this situation. And she doesn't care. Nope. So, he's now Deputy Sheriff, and he was just brilliant at it, I think. I don't know why he had it, I think. I think. He did well, wait, we'll, a- we'll ask. We can't ask someone who was around in 1850. Where are they buried? I, I, I think you're missing the point. Okay. The, the dead. Yeah, but we can get a seance. A Ouija board. Yeah. Fifteen pounds in wizard. Done. I was gonna pick her up the other day, but I thought I have to have this. <laughs> Bless me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sneeze. Oh, I've just found the new um, beep noise. <laughs> So anytime we've said something inappropriate, you'll hear Emma's sneeze. Yeah. I had to sneeze. Like, it ha- I had to do it. It had to happen. It had to happen. Oh, and Alan Pinkerton then became the first man to be employed as a full-time detective in Chicago. Chicago. City Chicago. Of, city of Angels. Not really. But that might be San Francisco anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that, wait, is it? No, that's Los Angeles. Oh! <laughs> Anyway, it, some place in America has some angels in it. 20 years into the operation, the doctors were frustrated, didn't know how to stitch him back together. She likes me, really. It's just. It's not the only joke he says about somebody missing limbs. <laughs> L- Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Anyway. <laughs> That's brilliant. Like, can I cut that as a as a audio clip? Yeah, can be my ringtone. So, um, this Pinkerton fellow, he made the largest collection of mugshots and criminal records. Don't know what for. Bored. Yeah, two thousand regular employees, mm-hmm. and thirty thousand people in like the reserve agency thing. I presume that just means a hey, Frank help us, <laughs> Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. No, Matt. <laughs> oh, do we need to bleep that? No, I'm saying <laughs> She doesn't listen. Um, and they were larger than a single US army. Norma's <laughs> Now we have to bleep that. And that was Emma, not me. So they were basically detectives mm-hmm. before detectives. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool, isn't mm-hmm. it? It didn't. Moving on. <laughs> Right, but you can't get out of everything with that. What? The Trump. You can. Okay. Trump does it. He does. He gets out he of everything with Trump. himself. He is a fart. Right. Um, would you like to know some fun facts? 
Yeah. How about the Pinkertons? Yeah. Before always. we move on to the stuff Setley Duns. Mm-hmm. So, as the like profile grew, they made a logo. And it was a large, unblinking eye with the slogan, We Never Sleep. Probably some tablets he could have taken. And it's that that inspired the term private eye. Ooh. It's pretty cool, isn't it? And they also hired the world's first female detectives. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because of all the crap females went through. So they would have hired you. Yeah. And then Ted Bundy would have killed me. <laughs> yeah. uh, we spoke about this on the podcast before, but Emma's watching the Ted Bundy tapes, aren't you? Yeah, on Netflix. It's brilliant. Yeah, and you watched all the profiles go by and went, yeah. I look like all of them. Like, honestly, if I was alive, I would be dead. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect thing to go on to the If next I was alive, when Ted Bundy was around, he would have killed me. I like it when you said that the other time. <laughs> Should we talk about a Pinkerton case? Yes. Mom Mandel Bomb. <laughs> I think that's his name. Bomb cake? Yeah. Uh, but, right, it's spelled M-A-R-M. Mom, right? Right. Mandel B-A-U-M. Bomb. So his, his full name, Mom Bomb. Mom Bomb. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> but you're Bomb. He was the head of a crime ring in New York. He just owned a ring that said crime on it. And he was there. So, um, he led pickpockets. Oh, it's um, Oliver Twist, isn't it? Yeah. Did they do, do, do a sing song? Oh, yeah, it says here head of a crime ring in New York and also a musical performer. <laughs> I've always thought about that. Wouldn't it give it away if he, a little boy was running through the streets going, I've got to pick a pocket or two? Oh, sorry, sir. No. Fine. <laughs> On the, neither of us have the energy to fight, do we? No. Uh, like, no. <laughs> or come up with a coherent <laughs> argument. <laughs> no. Um, they dealt in stolen jokes. They dealt in stolen goods. <laughs> <laughs> I just said tiredness. <coughs> Right, okay, here's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever wanted... Right, if you came up with something and then wanted to double your money... Vegas? <laughs> okay, I'll skip to the point. Why don't pickpockets just steal coats? Because usually people don't leave like valuables That's in their true. coats. Or just the pockets. I mean, Canada goose jackets are worth a lot of money, but they should all be burned. What's a Canada goose jacket? Have you not seen them? They're made out of, like, coyote fur. Not goose. No. I don't know why they're called Canada Goose. Probably. This is my chaotic fur jacket. It's like proper horrible fur. I'm against the fur trade anyway. Here we go. Here we go. Emma's against fur trade. Yeah. No, yeah. Any form of animal cruelty, people should just be punished. But it's not animal cruelty. They just give a good wage to people who make coffee and and chocolate. Fair trade. Just read. I, th- I think you've begun to despise me. Just read. <laughs> fair, fair trade, that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. She's hate. She's grown hatred for me in the no, mid-season. No, I'm just learning the FBI. Oh, you, you learn an intimidation tactics. Yeah. 
You're very good. Thank you. I'm very scared. So, crooked cops. They all had it back. There was a crooked man. With a crooked hat. With a crooked smile. Who lived in a shoe for, for a, a while. while. Was, was that the... That's, that's not for the, friends. Oh, is it? So, crooked cops had it back. Yeah. As did politicians. Mm-hmm. Now, the district attorney... I don't know why I pronounced it that way. Attorney. Decided to take her down. Downtown. <laughs> the problem was, they had no idea who was on the payroll. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know who was the good cops or the bad cops. Are you going to play good cop or bad cop? Both. Like the Lego movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where does this thing only have one seat? Last time I checked, they only had one butt. <laughs> so for all he knew, she could have known every step that they took. Yeah. You know, when they were planning to take her down. Mm-hmm. And she'd be ahead of anything that they did. So, they sent the Pinktons in. And a man named Gustav Frank. How is that pronounced in French? Gustav Frank. Franco. Franco. <coughs> and Frank <coughs> spent five months getting involved in the little posse. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that what they called it back in those days? Yes. Okay. In the crew. That crew. That crew. She only worked with people that she knew about and trusted. Mm-hmm. So it took a while to get in the good graces. So he posed as a silk dealer, her favourite commodity. Hey, you want to buy some silk? It sounds like a really bad episode of Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> <coughs> Find the silk you can buy. <laughs> Imagine if you could only sell things that rhymed. Silk milk. Yeah, silk and milk. Like... I think that would be a good way of, like, rather than just saying, this person sells pet food, this person sells meat. You have to sell things that rhyme. No. Beef and teeth. <laughs> like, to a dentistry, and they sort of sell beef. <coughs> so when I get my wisdom tooth removed... <laughs> you immediately get a chunk of beef. <laughs> yeah. Like, cramped up. I'll be honest, I just sorted that system, and already <laughs> I'm seeing flaws in it. Yeah. But... It'd be really good for, like, knowing where you need to go. <laughs> no. I really need some shoes. Oh, alcohol's done. <laughs> shoes and booze? <laughs> no. Fine. And if you're really drunk, you'd be able to go, oh, what rhymes with booze again? And then there'd be a big picture of shoes. shoes. <laughs> yeah. I retract that statement, only because I'm going to implement it, so I'll cut it out. <laughs> They caught her, she jumped bail. <laughs> Sorry, I read that as she went to a torso, but it says she went to Ontario and spent the rest of her life in exile. I thought she went to Ontario. She looked away. <coughs> I'll do, pig. I'll do. What do you reckon? Should we end on assassination and train robbery? Yeah, the assassination's a good one to end on. <laughs> well, as many people will think that you've stopped finding me amusing. Because <laughs> you just go... This is where I say I never found him amusing. Pity laughs. And you know that nothing will break my heart like that. <laughs> you know how I wrote these notes in a rush? Yeah, I can tell. I've been looking at your handwriting. Like, it, it's like it's, I don't want to offend you, but your handwriting's really bad. But 
Like, look at the difference between that <laughs> and that. <laughs> I, can't, I can barely read any of this. And my handwriting is terrible in that I wrote my baby cousin a note calling her an idiot the other day and she had to bring it back to us we weren't said. <laughs> <laughs> a ten-year-old couldn't read my writing. Anyway, this is... <laughs> I don't, don't know who this is. I, right, okay. Because I go to, I get to see like court cases. I literally want to see you as like a prosecutor and go, hang on, I can't read my writing. <laughs> <laughs> like, bring, ju- judge, judge, stop for a minute. Well, I've been a bit hooked on Boston Legal at the minute. Mm-hmm. Danny Crane. Danny Crane. People will get that. Um, and I really want to become <clears throat> a defense attorney for a day or two. They're awful. Yeah, but I'd be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Objection! <laughs> Mr. Lee, there was nothing to object to. <laughs> We're in the courthouse bathroom. <laughs> oh. I, a day or two. I wouldn't want to commit to it. No, don't. But also it'd take years of training for me to go, I'll do it for a day. <laughs> Imagine it. I don't want to do that anymore. Try everything once. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just found ourselves again, Emma Jackson. Um, this man is called... You've got the smile back. <laughs> there we go. Dashiel Hamalt. <laughs> I don't know what this man's name is. Can you try and read that name? Which way? At the top of the page. Wherever your best guess is, that's what we'll run with. Daffrel? Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> Let's call him Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> so here's a personal statement from him. <laughs> immediately worried. Amma. Amma Lieutenant in the army. Oh. <laughs> Let's move on. So this man wrote the Maltese Falcon. You know the um I don't know what I'm doing there. The man film. The what's his name? Is it it's not is it Humphrey Bogart? Oh Humphrey Bogart. Yes. Yeah. The Maltese Falcon, the movie. Yeah. He wrote the book that the movie was based on. Mm-hmm. And he was a Pinkerton. Ooh. And he like redefined film noir and stuff. Mm-hmm. So in Montana, it's like when people say, <laughs> "Go on." That um, what's that film's their favorite film? Um, Citizen Kane. No, no, no. Metropolis. Metropolis. <laughs> well, what? Where are people whose favorite <clears throat> film are Metropolis? I can't swear. I'm not allowed. <laughs> he was in Montana, and he had to break a strike of copper miners. He got there, and he was offered five grand to kill the organiser. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a supervillain. I am the organiser. Oh, really lame supervillain, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Frank Little. Stuart's grandfather, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Whatever name that was at the top of the page, refused. Mm-hmm. But the man was still murdered. Ooh. It's like a play. Will Avro hear? How could you kill a little mouse? <laughs> Easy. Yeah, step on it. That's true. I wouldn't. You couldn't. I couldn't. I'd probably rather step on myself. Just visualize on that. <laughs> Just. Well, you have been doing pl- plenty of exercise, haven't you? I guess you could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he refused. <laughs> Did you like that joke before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't reply to it, so that's how I knew you liked it. <laughs> Oh, we've hit the giddy part in the podcast, haven't we? Yeah. So, he suspected his associates of accepting the five grand and killing the bloke. Yeah. 
this man. Mm-hmm. So I have to translate from my handwriting. It's like a ten-step progress. Yeah. Process. So this man also investigated the accusations against um, Fatty Arbuckle, mm-hmm. who was. I'm sorry, I've just. Burped. For the record, um, Mark just burped and I didn't. Oh, that's not staying then. <laughs> <laughs> Only your body is <laughs> staying. Um, Fatty Arbuckle was like an old film actor. Mm-hmm. He was in the uh, The Butcher with Charlie Chaplin, I think. But that's a huge case for another day, for the black and white cases. Ooh. O.J. Simpson, Michael Jackson. That's terrible. To be fair, what they did wasn't crazy <laughs> then. Fine. Oh, thank God. I just I panicked then because he had a similar name to the last person. That is that name. That is the last one. We're both tired, aren't we? Yes. John Scobell. Schofield. John Schofield. Did you ever watch that? Prison Break? Yeah. Um, that was brilliant. Not season five, though. No, not season. We don't talk about season five. Are you caught up on Walking Dead? No. Me neither. Well, I've seen many spoilers. The last one shocked me. You're, I'm further along than you are, aren't I? I'm on season eight, episode five. Yeah. And yet you know things that haven't happened in mm-hmm. the show, yeah. A, because I read the comic books, and B... And you've spoiled them for me. And I've spoiled them for you. But one of the spoilers, I was like, what? Okay. I'll have to watch. So, he was a pharmacist. He was a pharmacist. I want to say he was a farmer slave. He was a farmer... <laughs> it looks like farmer slave, doesn't it? What is it? Farmer slave. Oh! Okay, yeah. Hey, I'm a farmer who's also a slave. <laughs> Welcome I, to my world. I farm slaves. <laughs> I grow them all amongst the cotton. No. Um, Just he, he was... breathing. <laughs> I got too giddy. You have one job. He was a farmer slave. Okay. Well educated. Mm-hmm. He was recruited into the Pinktons in 1861. Yeah. He posed as people. From servants to cooks to labourers. Like, he went undercover. Yeah. Double O slave. (laughs) Just keep reading. He takes his coffee and cream. No, right, no. That was was awful. Like, I'm so glad no one heard that. What? That, that when we were at the the museum. (laughs) The slave museum? Yeah. (laughs) I like my coffee, how I... (laughs) No, the white... Right, okay. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Bad idea. Bear in mind that I am black. They don't know it's audio. Yes. <laughs> They've seen your picture. I'll have to go through and edit them all. Oh, what would I have to do to do that? Um, the <laughs> I haven't got that look from you before. It's like disappointment and yet mild amusement. That's my FBI look. Your FBI look. Yeah, he likes his coffee and cream shaken, not whipped. Okay, now no. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay. You went mad because I said a suicide joke at Christmas. It wasn't a joke, it was a fact. But you're allowed to get away with these. Yeah, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Oh, you approve of that, I do you? I approve of that. Okay. I have a voice modulator so that it would have been you saying it. 
A voice modulator probably doesn't exist. It doesn't. I'm not Ethan Hawke. Is that the actor or the character that Tom Cruise plays on Mission Impossible? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, if you have any problems with those jokes... Fair, who cares? Fair, I was going to say fair point. Oh. No, Emma said who cares, so take that up with her. I said that's a fair point. <laughs> Did I turn the big light off downstairs? I don't know. Do you want to go and check? Timothy Webster. (laughs) (laughs) Timmy! I imagine. Timmy Turner, let's call him now. So he was joined by... (laughs) Right, okay. So the name at the top of the sheet says John Scobell, right? But I wrote Cobal. So is it Scobal or Cobal? Cobal. Scobal or Cobal is the name of the new Skitcom. Skitcom. That's staying in. They got close. Very close. Webster and Cobal. When the love stories of the century. It was broke back mountain before the mountain got its back broke. You can't smile and look away. They got close to Confederate officers during the war. Very close. <laughs> and they was hanged hung? Hung. Hunged in eighteen hunged. <laughs> in eighteen sixty two. And Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, great, great grandfather, thank you. This was back when we were Americans. America. Aren't we all? I don't know what that means. I don't know. Aren't we all Americans? (laughs) He wrote about the majority of intelligence. Uh, The majority of intelligence came from former slaves. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. The next year. (laughs) So the year after they were hunged. 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 Are we going with hunged? Yes. Fine. Thank you. (laughs) Here's a name you'll recognise. H.H. Holmes. No, Emma Jackson. <laughs> yes, H.H. H. Holmes. Why have you got notes on him? No, I rem- I, when I did my um, extended project in college, I did about H.H. H. Holmes, and he may have been the first serial killer. It's funny you're pronouncing it H.H. H. Holmes because it was pronounced um, <laughs> Holmes. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Holmes. <laughs> Frank Geyer. <laughs> Brackets Paul. <laughs> So Frank Geyer was investigating the disappearance of two young girls, last seen with H.H. H. Holmes. Her Holmes. <laughs> I wonder who took them. Any theories? Uh, not Ted him. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Her Holmes had a house. This is an nursery rhyme. <laughs> well, he had a hotel. There was doors that led to nowhere and staircases that led to nowhere. Right. And there'd be like murder rooms and... Like, every room you could see through the wall, through, like, a mounted head and stuff. So he was always spying on them. Mm-hmm. And, like... He's not a suspect at all. I don't suspect yeah. him. Well, I think the floors moved away as well, and it just led to needles. Eee, like why a, is this, like, a saw film? Yeah. That was lovely how you said that. <laughs> why is this, like, a saw film? No, I, I enjoy the saw franchise. Um, I'm due a marathon of them all. Worth the first it? one's... Just bear with it, but it gets better. The first one has a bear in it. Just read. (laughs) Saw a bear. (laughs) Bear saw. Bear saw. (laughs) I don't know what that means. So, this includes a case of insurance fraud. Him and Benjamin... Buttons. Sure. Benjamin Pitzel Buttons Mm -hmm. took out a $10,000 life insurance policy 
life insurance policy. policy. I did not. <laughs> I did not have a policy. <laughs> he took out a $10,000 life insurance policy on him. Mm-hmm. The plan was to fake his death and use another body. Now, our good friend, Herher Holmes, decided to skip a step and killed him. <laughs> he didn't read the memo. Yeah. Fake killing. Well, he wrote and he gave someone a different note. Yeah. <laughs> with, like, winky face on it. <laughs> then we get a fake body. Wink. Signed, Holmes. <laughs> Pronounced. <laughs> Pitzel's wife, who knew about the scam, told her daughter to go and make a positive ID on the body, no matter what. I mean, I don't know what was going through her head when she went there until her actual death. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just um... like, um, well, technically, Mum did say I proved this wherever. <laughs> um, it was true? I don't know. Holmes had lied and said that Pitzel had went travelling. But... He was refused a payment, as the Pinkertons were suspicious. By this point, Holmes had care of Pitzel's kids, mm-hmm. Alice and Nellie. Alice and Nellie, Nellie and Alice. They went together in a beautiful palace. <laughs> There's a kid's show in everything, except for this. This isn't a kid's show. So they tracked him to a house. Mm-hmm. The Pinkertons tracked him to a house. I think... That it was really good how they just took this next bit of information and just went on a blind hunch. Yes. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So the landlord said that someone matching Holmes's description asked him for a shovel and permission to dig on the property. And from that, they just knew that the girls would be there. Isn't that genius? Yes. <laughs> credit where credit is due. Have you? Have we gotten to a point where you just think it's easier to agree with me than find me? No. That's a good point with me. <laughs> I think we've all discovered that. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so, the Great Train Robbery. The Great Train Robbery. May 22nd. May 20... <laughs> I won't repeat every No, word. please don't. 1868. Mm-hmm. So... The Reno Gang's Great Train Robbery. So I, I thought this was pretty cool. This quote was the beginning of the end uh, for but, Outlaws. Uh, the... It's not a quote like an American said it. Oh. It's like an Emma Jackson quote, but it oh, sounds okay. like a game. Sorry, what was the quote again? Was I... the beginning of the end for Outlaws. Okay, yeah. Or a film. I mean, it was a film. But... Or Red Dead. Or Red Dead. So it took place on the Adams Express Company train in Marshfield, Indiana. Mm-hmm. So it was done by the Reno gang, um, who was, it was run by a guy called Frank Reno, Reno, R- Reynolds. Frank Reynolds, <laughs> Danny DeVito's character yeah. from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> yeah. So the gang boarded the train, broke into the express car, they grabbed the, messenge- the messenger, they bashed him savagely, they threw him off the train. I don't know why I left it, that. that wasn't appropriate. And he died, he dead. Oh. So he- they broke into all the safes on board. And they got away with ninety thousand dollars, right? Which was the biggest train robbery of all time. But that was the last hurrah for Reno, Reno, Reynolds, <laughs> Frank Reynolds. See, I always didn't understand the point of a train robbery because you can't take her anywhere; it just stays on the tracks, doesn't it? So they attempted the robbery <laughs> a few months later. Yes, and it ended badly. The Pinkerton Detective Agency were hired to hunt down the uh, the gang, 
and they ban- began to close in on the, the gang. The gang was made up of four brothers, mainly. So, July 10th, several members of the gang tried to hold up the train in Ohio, but the Pinkertons were waiting for them, and they apprehended them all. So, would you consider that a success? Mm, yes. Mm, yes. For a train robbery. How would you do I, th- I think, like, robbing a train's dead interesting. Go on. I mean, I wouldn't do it now, because Northern Rail's shit. <laughs> Have you? And plus it'd just be a point. A bunch of, of delays. Um, <laughs> have you got up to the mission yet where you have to do a train robbery? No. <laughs> how many... How many things did that those noises go out of then? <laughs> okay. That's staying in. Um, would you be any good at a train robbery? No. Why? Because I would fall off. <laughs> <laughs> well, like stepping on. Stepping on, I'd fall off. If it was the Hog, the Hogwarts Express. If it was a Hogwarts Express. The Hogwarts Express. Okay, but you wouldn't get through the wall. I would. I'm a witch. I've never seen her look that angry at me. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I was in um, the popular culture shop in the local town. I was in Wizard and St. Helens. <laughs> I was trying to be subtle. Trying to subscribe St. Helens. <laughs> Wonderful place. <laughs> I was in a popular culture shop in a place where... Magic happens. And they just like hold on to it. <gasps> that's terrible. What a good idea. I feel like that's your catchphrase. <laughs> Mark, that's terrible. Let's do it. <laughs> it would probably work. So... <laughs> So, the uh, Baltimore plot. What's the Baltimore plot? Alleged conspiracy, February 1861. The attempted assassination of Abraham Lincoln en route to his inauguration. Inauguration? Inauguration. I can't pronounce that, okay? Well, well, if... (laughs) You can't (laughs) get out of every argument with that. (laughs) I can't. Donald Trump does it. (sighs) That smells, actually. Yours don't usually smell, but I remember the first one that did, and I remember saying His to you. melted. I remember saying to you, we was watching The Office or something, and I said to you, Emma, you know I like you right, and you went, yeah, and I went, that stinks. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, the Baltimore plot was yeah. an alleged conspiracy in late February 1861 to assassinate President Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Alan Pinkerton played a key role in managing Lincoln's security throughout the... He held the, the keys. <laughs> he held him hostage. I don't... That does think that, am I? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that the better thing than that plot was mm. just time. <laughs> just wait till 1865. <laughs> They've succeeded. Sorry, not time-travelling killers, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Unlike yourself. Rest in peace, Pope Francis. I think he's still alive. So. She didn't even acknowledge that No, I that didn't one. acknowledge that one. I'm such a lonely man. <laughs> just, <laughs> people just ignore me. He, he got haunted by critics because mm-hmm. he he would seemingly like sneak through Baltimore at night. Pink Panther music. So they were like, you're a coward, but it may have you know, been prudent. There's not a lot on this case. 
So he'd been hired by so Alan Pinkerton had been hired by railroad railroad officials to investigate suspicious activities. Doesn't say what they are, and acts of destruction of railroad property. A lot of these things happen on the railroad. Well, that's where most criminals begin, isn't it? That's where they start their training. See, I was going to say something quite bad, but go on. Well, it wasn't. It's not bad. You know the Bulger case. Oh. Right, do you see why she's the trouble? I'm not the trouble! Go on, talk about well, the child. they left the body on the railroad. For it to, to be ran to over, it, yeah. yeah look like it. For that child to be ran over. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, like, so now, basically, everyone's going to hate me because, like, that's quite a bad case. But it's important, that case, because mm. it changed everything for, like, how we, like, punish kids and stuff. Maybe Pinkerton had a bit of schizophrenia. Why? So, because there was loads of suspicious activities about um, along Lincoln's route, he became convinced that a plot existed to ambush Lincoln's carriage. Hmm. So maybe he was like, maybe he was just a bit dopey. But he was like the world's first proper detective. I think all detectives have something wrong with them. But what, what, what about when you become a detective? I will have something wrong with me. I have something wrong with me now. What? I'm severely stressed. <laughs> <laughs> have I helped or made it worse? I've made it... More difficult. A day. I've made it a day. There we go. I'll take that as a quote. So, did he solve Lincoln's assassination? Sorry, I'll sound, <laughs> try to sound more interested. Yeah, so... So, Pinkerton famously clashed with Lincoln's friend and escort, Ward Hill Lemon. It's Lemon, but I like lemon. Ooh, lemony. <laughs> Ooh, it's lemony. Over the president-elect's protection. Lemon offered Lincoln a revolver and a bowie knife, but Pinkerton protested. He would not for the world have it said that Mr. Lincoln had to enter the national capital armed. So who do you think was right? Do you think he should have taken the... Weapons. So they were thinking of giving Lincoln a knife and a gun. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know. That's brilliant. I know. So Pinkerton is wrong. But at the same time, imagine if Donald Trump had a knife and a gun. Hopefully he'd know how to use them when he stabbed and shot himself. Well. Yeah, I know. I'm never going to be allowed into America. <laughs> That's going to be the man, like... Uh, that will allow me into America. Yeah. He's at every port. <laughs> <laughs> this Emma Jackson. Where is she? Is that Emma? No. Is that Emma? Bundy just waits outside like, yes. <laughs> Imagine them all And it will do. <laughs> A line-up. A line-up. Bundy just waiting outside with his van. <laughs> Bundy. Trump. The Pinkertons. <laughs> yeah. Everyone that I've offended. <laughs> See you in hell. <laughs> yeah. On the evening of February 22nd, telegraph lines to Baltimore were cut at Pinkerton's behest to prevent communications from passing between potential conspirators. Conspirators. <laughs> no, it's alright. I like how you mispronounce <laughs> every third word. Meanwhile... Because it shows you stress. Lincoln left Harrisburg on a special train and arrived secretly in Baltimore in the middle of the night. The most dangerous link in the journey was Baltimore, where a city ordinance prohibited nighttime rail travel through the downtown area. Whoa. Therefore, the rail cars had to be horse-drawn between the President Street and Camden Street stations. So the train was horse-drawn? Yeah. Sorry. Doesn't that have a point that stops being a train? 
No, it's still a train. Like, look at my so, okay. look at my car. It's like no, it's got two horsepower. Lincoln could be on the train going, choo choo. Like, right on our way here. Right, what did you do? I don't know. You started up your car, and then you went. <laughs> but I can't remember why because it, it was because... because it was cold. Oh, it was cold. Yeah. But to me, I just thought that you thought that. <laughs> I just saw you making nice car noises. No. Yeah, but you know why I'd prefer that story. So, once Lincoln's rail carriage had safely passed through Baltimore, Pinkerton sent a one-line telegram to the president of the Philadelphia, Wilmington and Baltimore Railroad. You'll like this. Okay. In my best American accent. Perfect. That's all we wanted. Plums delivered, nuts safely. Plums delivered? Nuts safely. That's the quote. Plums delivered not safely. Yeah. Isn't that kind of confusing? Because it sounds like he's saying, well, it was delivered, just not safely. <laughs> Get different code words. Who is plums? Do you know who... Plums know. and nuts. Are <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing plums is Pinkerton. <laughs> Lincoln was nuts. So this, they've made a list of people associated with the plot. And you know who's listed? Yeah. Alan Pinkerton. <laughs> well, no, I don't think that's a list of So suspects. everything. Yeah, listen. So do you think Pinkerton was in on it? Yeah, they've said. Kate Warren, a female Pinkerton agent who is credited with gathering and supplying information which helped convince Alan Pinkerton that there was a plot to assassinate Lincoln in Baltimore. I think they were all in on it trying to assassinate him. I'm blaming it on someone else. Solved the case. Right, that's From... another case solved by Agent Jackson. You know what? People will call me one day and ask for my help. I know, but it'll be mostly me. <laughs> um, uh, the fridge fell on me again. <laughs> Damn it, Mark, I'm in America! <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up Series 2, Episode 1 of Spicks and Cricks. Spicks and Cricks. When, so, I reckon when we're like 80 and we are crippled... It'll be Spicks and Cricks, because we will be the Cricks. Yeah, I'm looking forward to when we're 80. I'll be dead. No, allowed to. From yes. multiple gunshot wounds. <laughs> to yourself. From President Trump. <laughs> no, you've signed the contract. You've got to live till 80. <laughs> that's true. 81, that's fine. <laughs> did you forget about that? Yeah. I didn't. I wonder why. <laughs> anyway, do you reckon we should still do Spicks and Cricks when we're 80? We'll be... How? Oh, my... We will... I will probably, like... Maybe have murdered you by then. I'm surprised you've lasted this long. So am I. I mean, do you remember that day we spent an entire 24 hours together? Yeah. And I said to you, you haven't killed me? And you went, I oh, know. <laughs> Just <laughs> defeated. Um, also, I'm not going to last till 80 anymore. Oh, no, I, I am now. I forgot. I've changed my mind. Spicks and Cricks is back. Spicks and Cricks. We've got loads of things in the line work. Yeah. Lame work. Lame pipe work. work. Yeah. What's it saying? We got loads of things in the pipe work. In the works. I hope that's not right. That'd I be... thought it would be. In... It's just in the works. Like the bookshop. But do you remember that? Do you remember the works? Is that closed? Mm -hmm. When? They closed it on Bold Street. When was this? Like a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Unless I dreamt that. But I'm sure they were having a closing down sale. That could have happened. Do you remember the dream I had? I told you about this dream the other day, didn't I? That I had a dream weeks ago that me and you were lost in some town. And we wanted a pub. 
obviously. Mm-hmm. And we was walking all over the place. Couldn't find the pub. And then the other night, I had a dream in the exact same town. Don't you remember me telling oh, you Oh, yeah. And you weren't we with um, one of our mates? You went there this time. You were with one of our mates. Yes. And they said, yeah, maybe a pub's up this way. And I went, no, no, me and Emma checked there in the last dream. <laughs> and we found a pub. And I woke up holding, like, a, a beer thing. A glass. A glass. That's what they're called. Something yeah. like that, a glass. Yeah, so I had a nice um, few drinks. You went there. Never come. No. <laughs> it's Sorry. just the truth, isn't it? It's just the truth. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not immune, Ed. So, what do you say? We get you out of work. I thought I could hear buzzing. I can hear buzzing. I mean, what buzzing? Stop it. Anyway, I'm going to end it there before she hits me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Lucy, the other day, she said, I, I did something wrong, and she went, I'm telling Emma, and I went, no, please don't, she hits me. <laughs> <laughs> People were around us as well. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> I know, you're welcome. We've got good good episodes lined up. Yes. I mean, some of my favourite serial killers. Not that I have favourite serial killers. Yeah, well, I think we told you off around episode four. We did for romanticizing. For romanticizing, but I don't. I just find them so intriguing to mm-hmm. to research. I'm sorry, that's just most people like, you know, Go on. normal things. But I like learning about serial killers. I know. No, that's a cool quality. Isn't it? So, we will see you down the line. I'm tired. Got to keep walking the line. Got to keep walking the line. Mm-hmm. All roads lead to Rome. Great. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. You've never said thanks before. Or right. like at All least... right, get lost. <laughs> no, you've never said thanks. It's always like, so thanks for listening. Check us out on social media. Yeah. It's all spooks and crooks, basically. It is. Um, apart from the website, which is... Oh, yeah. Spooksandcrooks.wordpress.com Spooksandcrooksspodcast.wordpress.com It's updated. And we'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Everything. The world. The US. We're in the US. We're in the Oval Office right now. Trump and us a stapler. China. (laughs) Russia. Oh, Trump, what do they call fancy dishware? (laughs) China. China. China, 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 China. Bye. Bye. (laughs)